candy girl. <laughs> and you got me. <laughs> Sugar. Aw, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. <laughs> and you got me rocking you. I'm Lena. I'm Grant. And this is Sex Archie. And we are back. We're back. Season two has started. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back. It's the Welcome Back Hotter theme. Yeah, it's the wrong show. But you know, it's high school kids. <laughs> but it's the wrong show. All right, what are the lyrics to the Riverdale theme, dear? Answer me this. Archie's here, <laughs> Betty's here, Veronica too, That's right. Reggie's here, hey Jughead, where are you? But that's right, we are Sex Archie, your number one Riverdale recap podcast. Yeah. I say this with no statistical backing whatsoever, but I feel it well, in my heart. We are the best, we're the best, okay. <laughs> So it doesn't matter what other ones are out there, we're the best. And we are here talking about Season 2, Episode 1, that's right, uh-huh. Chapter 14, A Kiss Before Dying, mm-hmm. written by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa and directed by Bob Seedenglanz. Mm-hmm. I guess let's start. <laughs> okay, so we open with a voiceover by Jughead that the <laughs> story continues, and uh, you know everyone's like... You're thinking you know, the Jubilee was supposed to bring a new start, but there's still the same old haunted town. A town that's about to be more haunted as Archie tries to kill more people than he saves, <laughs> driving through town like a madman, unlicensed. Yes, I love, love, love that part of the voiceover. Archie doesn't have a driver's license yet, but he's trying to race, outrace death. And it was a miracle that he got his dad to the hospital without wrecking the truck. Yeah, and like a five-year-old chasing a soccer ball or (laughs) three dogs just hanging from the grill of of the Andrews truck. Yeah. So Archie is is swerving all over the place because he really does not know how to drive. (laughs) And he's like smashing into snow blanks and somehow does end up at the hospital. hospital, One way or another, he would have wound up at that hospital. A hospital where the people are dressed like they are in a horror movie. (laughs) What are those hospital uniforms? No, no. uh, When the surgeon eventually comes out for his two scenes, I put in my notes, he looks like he comes from the future Navy. They're there, and, and they rush uh, Fred into surgery, and then we get the first Fred deathbed flash. Yeah. It's, dream it's a little sequence. disorienting the first time, because it's the first one. Yeah. It, I mean, it cuts He's... to it just like any other scene. Yeah. But it's him and Mary taking graduation photos of the whole gang in, in their caps and gowns. Yes. And he, he's like, I, he says something like, I didn't think I'd live to see this day. And then they start saying, well, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't, Mr. Andrews. Don't you remember? And then he realizes he's dying. Yeah. And we, we flash back to the hospital. It's so fun. Uh, so then we go to the Cooper household where mm-hmm. Alice Cooper is very happy and like he's serving up breakfast and asking Betty what she you know did last night after the Jubilee. And we find out that, oh, we went to FP's trailer. If that beanie wearing clad defiled you. <laughs> yes. Al- <laughs> Alice Cooper back on her bullshit. And then like Betty gets a phone call and she's like, Block him. No, it's Archie. No, block him too. Block everyone. Just block. You don't make half phone calls. Well, he does, but, she doesn't ask if that's Jughead. She asks if that's Snake Pliskin. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, when, when I look at Jughead Jones, I think escape from New York. You were just thinking of snake words. That's not <laughs> clever. You don't get credit. So it's Archie calling Betty about then what happened. Betty hits the group text. This is why it's not an accurate picture of teens in America. This is not a group text. It's phone calls. It's actually like yeah. phone calls. It's yeah, not text. So like Roberto Aguirre Sacasa knows nothing about kids these days. <laughs> she calls Veronica. It should be a Snapchat moment. Interrupting of Veronica eating some breakfast with a mimosa that really pissed off her mother because she was not just... not because she's underage drinking. No, but because she popped open Daddy's Cristal for her mimosa. Yeah, and then <laughs> okay, and then uh, calls. Jughead, 
who is at the trailer and then like whips this tarp off a motorcycle incredibly and incredibly like, dramatic fashion just rides off and his helmet yes he's got a little crown chalked into the yeah. front of his helmet yeah that's my boy uh so they all get to the hospital and there's a big group hug mm-hmm. and and uh archie is of course very hard on himself as he always is uh-huh and he could have done more blah 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 and and we find out that someone did call 911 up to this point i was thinking archie forgot the number <laughs> they just didn't well- come in time like you see pop on the phone in the the, the no, sequence he's the calling the news station because <laughs> like there's no this is prime brunch time and that restaurant was empty pops is going out of business he needs the publicity so yeah archie's telling them all like what happened jughead ends up having to like comfort him and being like oh you saved cheryl and now you're dead like you need to stop saving people or you're gonna be a superhero and he calls him pure heart the powerful yeah Pure Heart the Powerful is Archie Andrews' superhero alter ego. Yeah. From a line of Archie comics, because people think the weird stuff started with, like, Punisher or or in the 2000s. No. Hell no. It did not. Jughead's Time Police. Look it up. <laughs> so the, then all, you know, the, the parents of all of them, well, mm-hmm. except Jughead and Archie, uh, are standing around. <laughs> They'll make it an excuse. <laughs> They have a pass. And Alice is just staring at Jughead. Betty's like, Bob, don't go there. Don't f- I, th- I think Betty's worried she's going to bring up, like, them having sex, or almost. But but it's Alice trying to blame, like, the, the serpents. Ciders. And Jughead's like, well, at least you can't blame my dad. He's in jail. Like, <laughs> Alice, did you not listen to your daughter's speech? Everyone clapped. It was very dramatic. That was yesterday. Yeah, that was fucking yesterday. And then, you know, someone brings up the fact like, hey, Archie, did you call your mom? Does she know your father's dying? Oh, I I want to point out that for season two, we got a new cinematographer. Yeah. And the first season of Riverdale always looked wonderful. Yes. But there's... They're trying some really cool stuff. There's even more care put into it. It's There's some very creative work. And I wish we weren't on our dang phones taking notes the whole way through the show so I right? could watch it more. Well, like the, the <laughs> H sign over yes. the hospital that was lined up. The one later on where it's like a dream sequence bell and then it pops to a bell running, like actually opening at a door. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Archie and Veronica later at uh, along Sweetwater River and it's just sort of, it's very muted. Well, so uh, Archie calls his mom. At first, he's trying to say, like, they're fine. Things are fine. And then he's like, no, no. It's like when I called your mom when you chipped your tooth. When I broke my tooth in half. When you broke your face open. You're like, yes, the show is great. Elena's doing wonderful. Uh, We're on the way to the hospital right now. She's fine, but uh, we're going to the ER. Yeah, that's what he was doing with his mom. Yeah. But eventually, no, he comes clean. There, There was a robbery. And... You should probably come here in case we have to say goodbye. Yeah. (gasps) My boy. It's getting heavy with my boy. Yeah. So then Sheriff Keller shows up to the hospital. Gotta take statements. Yes. Take a statement from Archie and Jughead's like, I'm going to tag along. And Sheriff Keller's like, eh. And Archie's like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. So, Mm -hmm. like, can't fight that. Dude's traumatized. (laughs) Jughead's been bitten by the investigation bug. He's hardcore into being a teen detective now. And, And hungry. He bought snacks. He did. He did. Keller's asking, like, what happened after, like, he shot your dad? And there's this, like, mm-hmm. pause. And then he's like, well, nothing. Nothing happened. And this is the second pause. This is the second weird pause, Because when he was Marky. describing it to his friends, like, and then what? There's this pause mm-hmm. and then, and and nothing. And then here I am. And and so then it leads to uh, Arch being like, like, why did he, why did he do it? And Keller's like, well, I don't know, he's probably out of his head on meth or the jingle jangle. The jingle? The jingle j- I want to j- know what the jingle jangle is. Is this made from honey? Is it that- syrup? Are we like making drugs from honey? Jingle Jangle is the name of the Archie's second highest charting single from the 1970s. It's the one they released right after Sugar Sugar. Yeah. I'm not making this yeah. up. They, they performed it into Riverdale and back again. They did. I want to know what type of drug the Jingle Jangle is supposed to be. We live on the south side. You can find some. <laughs> I can f- <laughs> Just hang out in the park after dark and 
Ask for Jingle Jangle. I don't think that's a real drug. I don't know. I don't know things about drugs. <laughs> At our next Patreon level, we will try to discreetly buy some Jingle Jangle and do do a trip report for you. So this is the thing I'm asking for Jingle Bells. <laughs> it's getting to be that time of year, too. Um, so then Jug brings up the fact that, like, well, maybe it wasn't a robbery. Maybe it was, like, a hit. Look what town we're in. Fathers are killing their sons. That's also said later. People yeah. have enemies. Yes. So Veronica's all worried that she's not going to know what to do for Archie because, like, she's not good at these types of things. Like, we're getting the impression that this is her first real relationship where she cares about someone. And has to do, like, girlfriendy things. She, she's always been a hit and quit it kind of girl. Yeah, yeah. So then Jughead confronts Archie about his silence again. Archie expresses that he's worried that, or he has the idea that maybe a serpent uh, yeah, went after his dad because because they all got they, fired they got from fired. the site. Yeah, and so so Jughead says he'll like look into things and and use mm-hmm. his his knowledge of people <laughs> to to figure things out. He'll use the signet watch that came with his jacket. <laughs> yes, yes. The... He'll send out the serpent call. What's that thing from 101 Dalmatians? The the midnight bark? Is that what it's called? Sure. The midnight hiss. No. Oh, the serpents, yeah. So Fred's out of surgery. He's not breathing on his own yet, but he's out. And then we get another Fred dream. Oh, I love this uh, one. He's passing on the company. Archie's yeah. like a real employee now, and he's closing up one night, yeah. and his dad go home early. And he just keeps saying, like, this doesn't feel right, it's too soon, and then Archie's like, like, you gotta hurry up, they're waiting for you. Grandpa Artie! like, but they're dead! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Flashback to Fl- Fred bleeding, but not anymore, just covered in blood that they haven't wiped up yet. Who the hell was supposed to, like, clean up after that surgery? They've just left him on that, like operating table and no one is like making him look better this is why we need single payer all right (laughs) fred's insurance doesn't cover mopping up blood yeah uh so archie gets forced to go home to like clean up and stuff and veronica goes with him i'm just wondering who drove right like (laughs) not archie let's hope not he gives Vegas a big hug. Oh, he gives and, his doggy some kissing. And then he, he takes him on a walk. And the he, two of them together. Yeah, and he tells Veronica all about, like, the Vegas origin story. Mm-hmm. And, and how, like, his dad kept saying it was going to be his responsibility. But, like, his dad just, like, takes care of Vegas and loves Vegas more than, like, anything. Yeah. Oh, it's so sweet. <laughs> I'm glad Vegas is in this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Vegas didn't get shot. Uh, so then back yet. Back in the- don't say that. No. Oh, I'm very upset at you. So back in the hospital, you horrible person. Uh, Jughead is- has a meeting with a serpent. That yeah. serpent that gave him the jacket. Mm-hmm. And some other. Wiry and and one. the one that has was holding hot dog. Yeah, yeah. It's those two. The significant serpents. I don't know what their names are. They don't uh, have and you know, tells him like Fred was shot and and you know, the theory that that like maybe it was someone holding a grudge or maybe something but, else, but you guys know people, you know like all the hidey holes. He says hidey holes. holes. Yeah. So like go go find something out. Put your ear to the ground, see what happens. Yeah. Uh, so then Archie is showering and like because he's still covered in his own blood from the river. <laughs> Never and, mind his dad. Yeah, he's not covered in his own blood from the river. Well, he is once he starts taking off his his bandages, which you're not supposed to get wet. Why are you shower? You put a, a like plastic grocery. It's bag all covered over there. in blood at this point. Plastic grocery bag, Archie. Yeah, blood's just running down the drain, and Veronica like knocks to check on him, and then all of a sudden she's just like walking in and undressing, and gets in the shower and is like, "Hey, you want some company?" Not completely undressing, because Veronica keeps the pearls on. She keeps the pearls. <laughs> Classy. Well, I mean, it's not like a pearl ring, but, like, you're not even supposed to, like, wash your hands with a pearl ring on, because, like, they have to glue that thing in, and it's just gonna fall off. Yeah. So I don't know how a pearl necklace, like, holds up. Uh, she'll be getting a few pearl necklaces before the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, they have a hot, steamy shower. Mm-hmm. Make out who knows what time. They're fogging up all the windows. Uh, back at the hospital, Kevin and Kevin Betty. Kevin appears. Kevin! 
season regular Kevin Keller. And he's he's all like, you know, if we weren't so focused on like people dying, I'd ask about like, you know. She knows. She knows. knows. Also, I love that it's it's clear Betty is camping out in in the waiting room all day. Yeah. Betty has assumed this responsibility. Everyone else comes and goes. Betty's never anywhere else. Nope. She's there. She she tells Kevin about how Jughead said that, you know, he loves her. Aww. And he's like, Mr. Weird, I'm weirdo said that. <laughs> but we also realize that Kevin has developed a, a, an anti-Joaquin headspace that he's yes, occupying. When, when he finds out that the serpent showed up, he's just like, did you learn nothing from me and Joaquin? And he says he's, all these bad things and it make, crushes my heart. He's very betrayed by the idea that, that Joaquin dumped a dead body. I am that he then tripped over, like, <laughs> Kevin and Joaquin have this body connection that never came up until now. I am so team Kevin Joaquin, though, and I'm just like, no. Come on, Kevin, get back on your own dang team. <laughs> Come on. But then they see Cheryl walk through the hospital and do this, like, hair flip. Yeah. And they're like, what? It's actual diegetic slow motion. She can yeah. just do that. It's a superpower. Magical. <laughs> so they go up to her and like, what happened? And she tells him about, oh, didn't you hear about an the- impeccably rehearsed cover story? Yeah, there there was an accidental fire at Thorn Hill, and her mother got seriously burned running in to save her as yes. she was sleeping. Yes, and she got third degree burns, and then she just smiles and said, but. What are you doing here? What the hell? Oh, a person someone actually likes is also hurt, so we're here for that. Yeah. So back at Archie's house, Veronica like takes Fred's like belongings, belongings out of the bag, all the clothes they cut off him with the scissors, and and uh, Archie like realizes that Fred's wallet is missing, and he gets really really upset about this, mm-hmm. and just like has this like enormous freak out on Veronica about how. You know, the wallet was, like, all of his dad's most important stuff, Mm -hmm. and she doesn't get it, and she shouldn't even be there. He didn't want to come home. He didn't want her there with him. Yeah, yeah. He's he's having this crisis of responsibility. Yes. In Archie's mind, he should be doing the surgery. Yes. Like, Like he he is responsible for everything, and there's no way in the world he can do enough, and Mm -hmm. no one should be doing anything else for him. And also, it's just all coming crashing down, like everything that's happening like so he tells her to go he tells her yes. to get out and she's gonna go you but really then want me to go and he's all like yeah and but then and she's pause. like and she centers no, i'm yeah. not going you can't be left alone you can yell at me you can do whatever but I'm, I'm not leaving you i'm not living without you i don't want to be free i'm staying i'm staying and you you're gonna love me and he just started to cry and then they hug, they hug. so then uh sheriff keller calls and he ends up going to the station for a lineup of possible suspects. Which happened pretty quick. It happened very fast. Let's just find all the dudes in a jacket mm-hmm. and a plaid shirt. And then they put on ski masks when he was very clear. Yes. That it is not a ski mask. It is a homemade black hood. Well, you know, with eye holes it was cut easier to go hand. by multiples of those That's at true. the store That's than true. to like make someone cut out all the holes. But from from now on, it seems clear that they're going to be calling this unknown assailant the Black Hood. Yes. During during this, as each one like steps up, Archie's having these like w- weird like flashbacks to different moments mm-hmm. of what happened at Pops and the, the gun and the, the gun dude and, and the and, grabbing and the bell ringing. Yes. Um, but none of the people are him. None of them are the guy. So back at the hospital, Veronica brings up that the wallet is missing and and uh, that that Betty and Jughead should go check Pops for mm-hmm. it. Mystery team, go investigate. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Jughead brings up the fact, well, it could have been a hit again. He's really in this idea. Yeah. Uh, so then there's the motorcycle. Betty's really unsure about it mm-hmm. he's like well we could walk we could take a bus we could call your mom okay fine I'll okay get fine on. get on the motorcycle but go, but go slow well, it's more dangerous if we go slow you better hold tight which is true that's because of gyroscopes yeah <laughs> and so they they go off on the motorcycle and she has to wrap her arms around him all tight and squeezy yes hermione goes to the creepiest church yeah hosp- not, not, church hospital thing the chapel chapel that's yeah. yeah she goes to 
has lots of red lighting, like it's in the red light district. Like what? Well, it's entirely lit by uh, <laughs> prayer candles. Yeah, she she's delivering her prayers in Latin because we're old school like that. No Vatican II for us lodges. <laughs> uh, but Veronica comes in and asks if she's praying for recovery or for a quick death. No and- matter who is dead, Veronica is still like grabbing like a bulldog on the idea that her parents are responsible. Yes. And she's like, you know what? I, th- I, I don't think it was dad. I think it was you because you're not some innocent pawn in this thing. You're the eyes and the ears mm-hmm. on the ground for this. Calling the shots. And Hermione Lodge gets scary. She's all like, get back in line with this family. And Quote, your disrespect will no longer be tolerated. Yeah. And you say that in this little Catholic church prayer hole. Well, it's very Godfather. It's very mafia. And her last line, I should slap you for what you insinuated, <laughs> but I'm not a violent person. <laughs> what? Fuck. And and they keep drawing on like this this mafia movie aesthetic for the lodgers for the rest of the episode, <laughs> and I am here for it. Yeah. In the main area of the hospital, uh, new Reggie has shown up. Yeah, Re- Reggie with ver- Moose, very handsome, mm-hmm. two to three inches shorter, less muscle. <laughs> uh, but the bulldogs and him are there for Archie, and so are the pussycats. So, yeah, like, what? and they're about to dance fight like the sharks and jets. I think. <laughs> We're more here for Reggie. No, we are. But then, uh, weird ass surgery sailor mm-hmm. dude comes out and <laughs> is like, "You can go see him. He's he's not awake, but go talk to him." And so Archie goes, and then Fred has another flash to being in Pops, and Archie is planning to propose to Veronica. Yeah, and he's all like, "Hey, Pop." Do do you see this? And Pop says, well, well, time dies. <laughs> and Fred sees himself bleeding. But like he says it in the exact cadence of time flies. Yes. Yeah. But time dies. Time dies. And then Pe- Get it? You're looks, dying. He looks down and he sees blood just soaking his shirt. And then there's a bell. And then we're we're uh, always with the dang bell. This, this is where there was the really good cut of to where the he real bell. to the bell we're because we're an actual Jughead pops. and Betty walk into Pops. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. It was so good. I've noticed that Pop Tate wears a name tag that just says Pop. Yeah. All right. It's Pop. <laughs> He's the only employee of the the restaurant that is named Pops Chocolate <laughs> Shop. I think people can assume well, Hermione worked there for a little while. Nobody would have thought she was Pop. No. He comes out, and they let him know they're looking for the wallet. Uh, Jug asks Pop what his point of view of it was, and he's like, I don't remember much. Descends into, like, this whole Shakespearean thing, though, after that. Yeah. About how this wasn't no robber. He's, he's looked in the eyes of men. He, he mentions uh, a riot in the history of Riverdale. There's apparently a riot we haven't heard of. I've seen many things, and this, this guy, he wasn't that. He didn't, his goal was something else. It's like the angel of death came to Riverdale. And then Jughead's just like, you're like the cranky old dude from Friday the 13th. What? He laughs in Pop Tate's face. I want to slap that boy. Jughead, you failed me. What is this? You failed me this day. Someone's being a bit too sassy. Uh, But then Pop's like, ask them if they're hungry. And simultaneously, Betty says no and Jughead says always. (laughs) So they eat some burgers. Well, Jug just chows down on it and Betty just stares at hers. Yeah. But Betty brings up the jacket mm-hmm. and, and how, you know, it, it fit him like a glove how and it, he it wasn't. It means something and it changes things. And you weren't just like, you, were, you weren't just acting for the serpents. Like, that was like you and now you're riding motorcycles. And I'm like, hold up, Betty. He had to get to the hospital because his friend's dad is dying. He wasn't going <laughs> to walk or Uber. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Um, I'm sure there was like a busted out rusty El Camino on this lot somewhere he could have grabbed. No, take the motorcycle. It goes faster. Uh, Well, Betty's concerned that the foster family that Jughead uh, is going to live with has serpent ties and will like indoctrinate him into the serpent. (laughs) (laughs) Betty, you've been spending too much time with your mom. All right. Too much time with your mom. Uh, but this is where we find out what's really going to go on with Jughead. Because he is not 
gonna live with the foster family. They are gonna cover for him. They're down. They're cool. They're with cool. It. And he's gonna live in his dad's trailer. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's gonna be fake emancipated. Yeah. And and he he talks about how like being in the trailer and the jacket and the mo like it, it makes him feel close to his dad and mm-hmm. his dad's gonna go away for a long time and this is like all yes perhaps Pro- I mean probably it's very likely yeah. at this point. Dude was like oh he just wants to feel close to his daddy. It's why he rides this little pink tricycle when he thinks no one's looking and so he can be close to Jelly Bean. Yeah. 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 So fan art. So then, back at the hospital, shit gets real. Shit gets real because Cheryl shows up. Oh my god! So her mother mm-hmm. is covered in just gauze, gauze and tubes, and she's like, "Here's the real deal, baby Jane." <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, here's the reels, baby Jane. Here's the reels. <laughs> She said that she is telling everyone that her mother ran in to save her and not the family portrait that she actually was trying to get. Mm-hmm. And that if she tells anyone what actually happens, she's going to tell them what really happened in the barn with daddy. <gasps> what does that mean? Did they hang him? Was it them? What the hell? And then she starts like cutting off the air supply. Yes, and it's like, like giving this this ultimatum to her mother: like, if you breathe, it's because I allow it. If you drink, it's because I filled the cup. If like, you move, it's because you have my blessing. <laughs> and then things will be better, mommy. You'll see. <laughs> what? <sighs> I'm so proud of my daughter. She's all grown up. <laughs> she is terrified. Uh, so then Veronica gives Archie a present for his dad, which is a new wallet. Mm-hmm. Just know, to tide t- him over until they find the yeah, real one. Yeah, yeah. And Archie's just, you know, all sweet. And He's very thankful. Thankful. And then he wants to tell uh, Veronica what, like, actually happened. But, but then burger time! Burger time! They show up with food for everyone. Because, yep. you know, Josie and the Pussycats can't go get food for everyone. <laughs> Or, like, Reggie. Like, why are you guys just hanging there? Because Betty and Jughead were already at the only (laughs) restaurant. They literally couldn't. It only makes sense. Like, is Pop technically legally allowed to make food in that place with there being blood all over the floor? Like, that's gotta be against health code. It's not in the kitchen. It's (laughs) in the dining area. And he had to close up. It's not like he's making any money today. So so then it's it's the, the four of them and Archie opens up about what happened and that, how he's ashamed. That dramatic pause that he wasn't saying what happened, it's because he doesn't know what happened. No. He froze in fear. He kneeled with a gun to his head and he closed his eyes and he, he couldn't reach out to comfort his dad. He couldn't try to attack or, or tackle the assailant. He, he just froze in place until he heard the bell ring yes. as the Black Hood left. And he is super upset with himself about this and then he's also super terrified that this guy could have his dad's wallet which means he has his address which means he has all this information about his family and could come back because they are witnesses to who knows what because we do know that aside from probably this wallet Uh the black hood did not take a dime this was not a robbery he did not take any money not a robbery of pops at least uh, so then Archie goes uh, back to Fred's room and finds Cheryl. finds Cheryl kissing his father on the head. Just a big old cover girl wet one right on the forehead. And she said, you gave me the kiss of life, Archie Andrews. I'm giving it back. He'll be okay. Toodles. What the fuck, Cheryl? As we all know, toodles is a magic word derived from the druids of old. Yes. Toodles means peace be with you. <laughs> uh, so Archie starts talking to his dad. I think he's like, you know, I've been thinking about what we would have talked about that morning, which I guess would have been sex. Did you know <laughs> that if you put your thing in a girl's place, it feels good? <laughs> dad, I had the best <laughs> night. My my eyes Do you were know open. What sex is? <laughs> you should try it, Dad. <laughs> but then Fred has another flash dream sequence. The, f- and the final flash. It is 
Archie marrying Veronica. And this makes so much sense because I saw like yeah, these set release photos. set photos and I was like, kilts? What the hell? And there's bagpipes everywhere. It totally makes sense. This is Fred's dream. Yeah. Like, this would not be what their actual wedding looked like. Clan Andrews. <laughs> also, Pops is ordained. Yes. And, and he's wearing the little he's Pops the hat. Paper hat. But he's, he's officiating. <laughs> and, uh, of course, Betty is uh, maid of honor and Jughead is best man. And, uh, and Clifford and Jason Blossom are there. Sitting in the front row. And then a shooter walks in. Like, even if they were alive, why would they be invited? I don't think they're especially close. No. It's because they're dead. That's why. That's yeah. why they're there. So, so yeah, the, the Black Hood begins approaching, yeah. raising his gun. And what does Dream Fred do? He jumps in front of the bullet. Because the bullet's being aimed at Archie. Well, that's what it's supposed to be. But it really looks like he jumps in front of Pops to save Pops, I think. He's so, like, no! Save the local economy! Small but, businesses are the backbone of Riverdale! But yeah, it's supposed to be a son. And then you know what happens? Fred wakes up. <laughs> he wakes up. And Archie apologizes, like, that he didn't do more. And he's like, I'm gonna protect you, Dad. I'm gonna make sure nothing happens. And his dad's like, no, that's why I came back, to protect you. <laughs> Oh, oh, emotional feelings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then Jughead and Betty are outside. They they have this conciliatory smooch. Yes. They they have to underline that, yes, we did listen to one another, and we still are understanding, so let us smooch. Yes, Betty understands. And then back at the trailer, Mm -hmm. he walks into the two serpents. His new friends? Uh, They're so good at punching. They just tortured a man for him inside the trailer. They are the best punchers. If they're, if, like, this was judged on an Olympic scale, they would get straight sixes. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't really find out anything from the dude. No. No, the guy didn't actually know anything. The the guy they found talking smack, turns out he was just talk. He was just talk. And now he has no teeth. No teeth. And, uh, Jughead's all like, why did you do this? And they're like, so you could see that we did what you asked, so tell your dad. And, and like, with or without the jacket, you're a serpent. Bum, bum, bum. You have no choice. And then we're at the lodges. Mm. And the Godfather yeah. is back. Hiram Lodge is the new Millennium Godfather. <laughs> like, the way he's just sat, in shrouded. Like he's, but you can see his like beautifully like cut chin. Well, that's why you cast Mark Consuelos. <laughs> yeah. So you can see that no matter what. But he, he's just off, shrunken in the the background. At the head of the table. But yeah, the, the, everything is framed regardless to give him the seat of power. Yeah. E- even though he's de-emphasized. And, uh... It's so good. It's so good. Veronica comes in and, and you know, he's all like, I, you know, I was upset that you weren't here to greet me and you're so disrespectful. Do you have a kiss for daddy? <laughs> I'm a little worried about, like, weird incest <laughs> shit here now. Uh, no, darling. I was just quoting Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I know, but I got weird vibes during that scene. And she's all like, I've changed, have you? Bum, bum, bum. But no. Uh, and then she's like, Fred woke up, by the way. I know you're all very happy about that. <laughs> and then she walks out. Yes, yeah, so oh. we are at the closing scene. Closing scenes. Scenes with the closing narration. Mary's back. Yes, and Fred's home. And and Archie keeps a vigil with a baseball bat staring at the front door. And the back door. All night. All it's, night. It's a good thing their house is built conveniently for that yeah. sort of vantage point. Yeah. And then uh, we, 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 uh, we the voiceover the says the, the angel of death was uh, visiting another on mm. the other side. Over in Greendale. Uh, where we see Grundy grooming in Greendale. She She's tutoring another young boy named Ben. And a they very smooch boy. As he leaves. But then... The Black Hood. The Black Hood appears and kills her by shoving her violin bow into her throat until she just gushes blood. Classic. What the hell? That's what we call a classical murder. <laughs> 
I mean, I guess at least I got a little bit of Grundy back. Yeah. I really wanted her. I mean, that violin performance, it killed. (laughs) So. She only lived for a minuet more. You want more? You want some more? I can keep going all night. Keep going. How many more you got? None. That was just bluster. That's all that was. (laughs) So that is the end of episode one. Chapter 14, A Kiss Kiss Before Before Dying. Dying. Again, all of this year's titles are coming from from movies. Uh-huh. Uh, a Kiss Before Dying is a 1956 film. Uh, it's a noir about a man who wants to marry into a wealthy family. He kills the first daughter he woos and then tries to marry her sister, but she figures out that he killed her sister and the plot goes from there. Uh-huh. Classic noir, of, yeah. of course. That's why they're picking it up. And Cheryl gives Fred a kiss before dying. But he doesn't die. It's very, it's very literal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so that's this episode, Darwin. Yeah. What did you, th- what did you think? Ah, it's good. It's good. It's good. I'm so excited about so many things. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it did very strongly at setting up a lot of things. Mm-hmm. A lot of where the story is going to go. A lot of things we expected. If you listen yes. to uh, Bonus Four, Season One Primer. Yes. I'm excited about it. I'm also, I'm also, it wasn't as rushed as like. They, yeah, they dialed back the they pace. They dialed back the pace, which was oh, nice. Yeah. It still moved fast. There's still oh, yeah. a lot, but it's still like mostly the course of a couple days. <laughs> yeah. What did you think? I mean, it, it definitely did its job. I am back in. I am plugged in. I'm raring to go. Yeah. I mean, obviously our new mystery is. Who is the Black Hood? Why did he do what he did? Yes. And what did he do? I mean, he nearly killed Fred, but what did he think he was doing? Yes. And why did he go after Grundy? What What is yeah. this this connection? But I, I kind of wish we got more new Reggie. I feel like it would have been very unnecessary and forced, because what they already had was forced for this episode. And yeah, unnecessary. That's true. He, um, he did say nice jugs. He did. Well, he said nice, comma, jugs, referring to Jughead bringing food, but he said nice jugs. I mean, it was nice to see, like, other friends, like, being there and supporting, mm-hmm. but I don't think anything else was necessary for this episode. Right. It, it, it would have been but forced. But it's something I was so curious about. I want to see this Melton fella in action. Next week? Next week. Go back next to school. week, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the focus on... Here's how everybody was immediately affected and their next step. Yeah. Right? Uh, Veronica needs to deal with being an actually supportive uh, partner. And here's dad. Yes. Archie's obviously covered in blood. And here's his paranoia and fear. Yes. All four of them got that. And, and that's that's great. You know, that that is very good structure. So mm-hmm. thumbs up. So do you want to do the return? Of a segment that we didn't think we'd get much of this season. Sure. Is it time to talk about uh, connecting one of these characters from page two screen? Sure. All right, darling. As our uh, Archie Comics in-house expert, uh-huh. why don't you tell us about the Black Hood? I don't know anything about it, but I bet you do because I bet you Googled. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I did. <laughs> So before Archie Comics was called Archie Comics, it was Uh called MLJ. Mm -hmm. And they produced a a fair number of things, including a golden age superhero named the Black Hood. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and this ran for some time and went away and then got brought back uh, in the 70s, I think, but also the 80s, 90s. There was a recent relaunch in 2014, 2015 of the Black Hood. Uh, he's always been part of the family of brands, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like I say, not a, a villainous character, not a diner robber of mm-hmm. any kind, but a superhero. He was yeah. a, a vigilante who went out and and beat people up in the streets by night, and in in most incarnations was a police officer by day. Huh. One of the oldest conventions of a. Uh, uh, a superhero dual identity from the golden age was uh, a cop who needed to break the rules. Are are you forming a prediction? Yes. Here? Okay. Keep talking. She grabbed my wrist I all did. of a sudden. 
And uh, like that and reporter, I guess, are the big two from those days. Uh, Because, you know, they need to know where the crimes are, I guess. Uh, And and so that's really where the Black Hood comes from. There have been four, I think, characters to have the identity over all the different relaunches Mm -hmm. and series. Now, in Riverdale, it is a codename for a guy who shot Fred Andrews. Yes. And strangled Geraldine Grundy. Yes. Uh, Jennifer Gibson, please. Excuse me. Yes. That, that's it. That's it. I, I guess the follow-up is always, and how do they maintain the the core of that character's source? And like, it's all a mystery. We don't really know. Okay. I'm what? seeing in your eyes you really want to go right to predictions right <laughs> well, now. Well, this is connected. Okay. Predictions. What if it's Sheriff Keller? What if it's Sheriff <laughs> because Keller? Because you're saying he's like other Black Hood's a cop. What if? You what should. if? Often. And that's like, what if? What if? What if it's Sheriff Keller? Mm-hmm. And and that ah, that's all I got. But what if? That that would explain why the real guy wasn't in the lineup. He was performing the lineup. Uh huh. What's up? Uh huh. And like. Oh, there's just so many ideas here. I got a Black Hood prediction. Yeah. The Black Hood is not trying to kill people for any sort of evil reason, but because he's a vigilante, I think the Black Hood shot Fred Andrews because of, like, his DUI way back when was a lot nastier than he said in Chapter 13 or some other past indiscretion. And I think he killed uh, Jennifer Gibson for statutory rape that she will never be punished for by law. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. I, I think he's a brutal vigilante. Oh, man. Okay, what if it's that and it's still Sheriff Keller? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Who's like, I know these crimes and I can't, like, go after anyone, so I'm just going to kill them. Oh, if it's Sheriff Keller, it's not because of Fred's DOI. It's because of Fred forging... Uh, 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 time cards <gasps> in he, order to- He found out about that for Jughead. In order to give people alibis. Oh, oh. Oh, I love this. And then what if Kevin found out? (laughs) Oh, poor Kevin! All right, I got a non-Black Hood theory. Okay. The family portrait. Mm -hmm. The portrait's not important. It was a hiding place for something significant, like a treasure map or or like a secret will. Or some deed or... Or Yeah. Deed to the town of Riverdale. Always deeds going around. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Mother Blossom was after. Uh, I feel like... She went in to get it, but then, like, Cheryl shut the door and locked her in for a while. <laughs> and then let her out after yeah. she burned for a bit. It would explain why one of them has no burns. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess her just staying on the street yeah. would also explain that. The Lodges are just the fucking godfather. Like, straight up mob shit is mm-hmm. happening. <laughs> There's gonna be a horse head on that table. <laughs> like... It'll be a horse that Polly made friends with at the Sisters of Quiet Mercy as part of, like, their animal therapy sessions. Yeah. 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 Where the hell's Polly? I want Polly next episode. Polly's, like, nine months pregnant. She couldn't rush to the hospital to worry about someone. She had to, like, eat a milkshake to be pregnant. (laughs) Yeah, when's Polly gonna pop, dang it? The next two episodes, I call. Actually, not next, I think... Episode three. I want her to open that Polly pocket and see what's inside. (laughs) Lots of little things that you're going to lose and step on. That's a horrible way to treat your twins. (laughs) Don't step on your twins. If you have twins with a lotus birth, is it a butterfly birth? Oh, God. (laughs) You know the blossoms are into that. Yeah. Oh, no, that that is something that... uh, uh, the Blossoms and Mama Coop are going to bond over just like creepy, holistic, new age mommy blogs. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, God. That's, all right, I'm putting that down in predictions. Obviously, Jughead has gotten in over his head already. Yes. With the serpents. He didn't realize he was even in. He didn't in realize he head. was in, and yeah. now he's in, and shit. There's going to, I don't know, I don't even know what to predict with that. Just that there's going <laughs> to. Be some trials and tribulations going on. For sure, for sure. I still predict he's going to like it. He's just going to go for it and he's going to love it. And you know, it's going to cause problems and drama, but, but for a time, he will be all about it. Yeah. Yeah. So Cole Sprouse did tweet a picture today 
of himself as Jughead and said, I'm a vampire now. So if there is at all any, like, truth to that, mm-hmm. my call in the woods st- theory is still, like, going strong. When... Maybe the serpents are all vampires, and they're going to turn him into one, and they, like, control the cult. Bonus three fan content. We already learned about the the serpents and their relationship to vampires. That's true. (laughs) But, like, I'm I'm bringing it back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When When Jughead's narration mentioned that the scene was shifting to Greendale, I was sure I felt it in my bones that we were getting a surprise Sabrina. Yeah. Sneak preview. It, no. It it will happen. It yeah. will happen. Mid season finale. Yeah. 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 They gotta cast the poor girl first. Yeah, they haven't done that yet. Or her retirement age version. I still think that's a great idea. Keep chilling adventures set in the nineteen sixties. It's great. I would love for this this riot to become something. Oh, find out more about it like and an, like what? an offhand mention becomes, you know, the first thread to pull on in in Riverdale's ancient past. I want Pop to be a bigger character, and I want these stories, because they keep talking about, like, Riverdale's change, Riverdale's this now. I want Pop to continue to tell stories of how, no, Riverdale has always had these issues. Riverdale has always been like this. That would be amazing, especially to put it in the mouth of the one black man in the city. Yeah. Yeah. There's still the coach. There's the coach. And the principal. That's true. And like... But, you know, that that sort of perspective, I think, carries a lot more weight from somebody who, like, when as soon as he said riot, I'm thinking, oh, this is a 1960s race riot in Riverdale. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I would love that to be, like, a theme mm-hmm. of... Riverdale? The things he's seen. Riverdale is so, like, idyllic and, yeah, I'm sure it has been for you. Yeah. That that's what I mean. Well, I think it'd be interesting too because like, you know, his his restaurant is so like picturesque, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trapped in time type thing and how like well no, like these things happen at any point. These yeah. things always happen. This is always part of human history. And that's something that comes up a little bit in uh issue six of the Riverdale ongoing. Gonna recommend that again. Yeah. I love that book. Yeah. We're going to talk about the trailer now, but first, uh, I want to tell you about the uh, title of the next episode. Uh-huh. This is something we forgot to talk about in our last episode, yeah. so now we're just going to do it week by week. Chapter 15, it's called Nighthawks. Mm-hmm. Nighthawks is, of course, a famous painting here yeah. in the Art Institute of Chicago. Mm-hmm. But it was also the name of a 1981 crime thriller starring Sylvester Stallone and <laughs> Billy D. Williams taking down terrorist Rutger Hauer in his U.S. film debut. Oh, man. It was one of the earliest urban terrorist sort of movies, which became kind of popular in the 80s and 90s. Uh, Of course, Rutger Hauer. Blade Runner is back in theaters right now. You gotta love Rutger Hauer. (laughs) But I think they might be getting more inspiration from the painting. I think so. Yeah. Like all their trailers that show right after an episode, they move so fast. Yeah. Uh, the things I got out of it is that everyone finds out Grundy is dead. Mm-hmm. And Archie thinks that this shows the M.O. is a personal thing. Yes. His dad, his mistress, the Black Hood's coming after my loved ones. Yes. It's uh, so fucked up he thinks about her that way still to this day. Well, yeah. Jughead finds out that his dad is getting 20 years in prison. Yeah. Or that's what they're going after him for. Or 20 years is on the table. Yes. And uh, there are people dancing on top of Pops, <laughs> which makes me think some type of- Like a benefit? Benefit or fundraiser, either a benefit like for Fred or a fundraiser to like, may- maybe like people don't want to go to Pops because now they feel like there's like some weird like oh, you thing. Know, the murder restaurant. And so they're doing this like thing to like bring people back and, mm-hmm. and it's going to go either way. I'm going to the Steak and Shake in Midvale from now on. For one of the two. Yeah. Uh, oh, but no, it's Riverdale. It'd be like the meat and eat or the something. Meat and eat. <laughs> Ugh. That sounds gross. Beef Shack. Beef Shack. Beef Shack is a real place. Well, it's just close. There, it's on, on Belmont, uh, west of the train. <laughs> I, I've passed it a few times. There's a place, a restaurant called Beef Shack. I was very upset to recently find out it closed because I was like, how do you close the beef shack? That sounds like such a great place. 
it's just the beef shack. So that's all I got from the trailer. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't. It was very fast. I only saw it once. I mean, Weatherby's Weatherby. coming back. Yeah, because he's going to talk about Grundy. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a while. That's that's it. That's all of our segments for this week. Come back next month. No, no, no. no. Next, next week, week, baby. What's up? Oh, yeah. All my sex archikins in the house. We are back to weekly. What was that? Our move. I'm giving myself a hug because I deserve it. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're going to be back with a brand new segment we're debuting next week that mm-hmm. I'm excited about. Yeah. Maybe more social media stuff now that the show's Maybe. back. It, see see what's out there. We'll see if, if the teens are throwing out some rad stuff, probably. Uh, maybe some great fan fiction we occasionally find. I don't know. We'll see. So since we are back, uh, everything that is old is new again. Everything that was gone is back again. We would love, love, love it if you would help us spread the word. I mm-hmm. uh, Spread our link around to your friends, to your family. Uh, if they just like people shouting about... <laughs> how ridiculous the world is, or if they enjoy uh, uh, Riverdale. I think Riverdale hate watchers would get a lot out of our show. Probably. Even though that is so not us. So not us, but they'd probably enjoy the things we talk about. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we got we got a testimonial earlier today from from listener and television writer Chuck Winters. Oh. Uh, who calls us two people who are by turns unironically in love with the show and constantly in awe that this stupid bullshit exists. <laughs> I think that hits it on the head. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. So i like to give a shout out to Chuck for that uh, endorsement. I mean, they went on to say this is required listening. So, so yeah, that's an endorsement. Yeah. Uh, and word of mouth is what really helps our show grow. Oh, uh, we're beautiful dorks, too, apparently. <laughs> You're beautiful. I'm just a dork. If uh, you enjoy listening to our show, uh, mm-hmm. give us a rating or review on uh, iTunes or whatever pod listening way you come about listening to us. Uh, we're on Stitcher. Stitcher. I don't know why, but we are. <laughs> Uh, it really helps other people find us, the the our beautiful dorks we are. Yeah. Uh, let other people know that mm-hmm. you enjoy this. And I'd like to give a shout out to the whole Riverdale fandom. Uh, Riverdale trended globally, number one trend in the U.S. during Whoa. the show today. Oh, yeah. That's exciting. That's very exciting. We got our finger on the pulse, yo. Yeah. Everybody needs to catch up to us, all right? Yeah. Maybe we need to like start like live tweeting what we do. That oh, I can't. I need to take too many notes. Yeah. I feel like more people would find our show if I could like live tweet at the same time. But I I only have two thumbs. I need I need Moki. 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 We need charge. to learn. We need to teach you to tweet. Good dog. Go back yeah. to sleep. <laughs> yep. It's it's great to be back. It's great to have the show back. Mm-hmm. It's great to be back with you, our wonderful listeners. So I'm Elena. I'm Grant. And from us here at Sex Archie, Jingle Jangle. Sugar. Ah, oh, honey, honey. You are my yeah. candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, won't you please? Sugar. Ah, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, come on. And you got me, and you got me, and you got me.